0: Welcome to you live from an undisclosed location in North Carolina. It's a podcast thing. I'm your host, JL, and here with me is the co-host, the Brooklyn Butterfly, Nikki B. Oh, and the guy in the corner, he's our producer and forever intern. It's EJ the DJ. He's our producer. We sliding up in here like Flash and the Ebony Sparks. Last week, it was like Eddie Kane Jr., that joint okay um thank you for joining us uh yet another episode of this a podcast thing uh so we so we are a year into this thing and right now uh our main focus uh what we really want to do with this show and you know this this is really important uh what i'm about to say right here uh we're trying to take joe rogan's place um so tell spotify uh we'll take his spot uh if you don't want to act right um that's that's real so i'm um, I'm serious um I could say I'm joking, but I'm really not uh we're trying to make uh better tomorrow like tang clan so um incidentally uh we titled this episode uh we decide who we are uh we can be the catalyst for change uh or the history that repeats itself so uh but either way, um we decide. Um, so let's make let's make tomorrow better. So let's let's do that. Nikki B,
1: what's the deal? How you doing?
2: What's up, everybody? It's the Brooklyn <laughs> Butterfly, Nikki B in your ear. How you doing today? Thank you for having me again.
0: Absolutely. We
2: decide who we are. Yes, we do. I decide that I'm a boss. <gasps> so <laughs> this is easy as that. Absolutely. I like
0: that.
2: We decide who we are.
0: We decide, man. We in control. So uh, we ain't gonna let, you know, cats like uh, Rogan and, and, you know, all these other crazy people out here just spouting a bunch of crazy just rhetoric and just conspiracy stuff. Just, you know, um, that's that's not what it is. That's not what it is. So Um, so so Nikki B, uh, in an effort to get you more acquainted with the listening audience, uh, we know you hail from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, How different is the New York vibe from the NC vibe?
2: Well, you know, I have love for both states, so I'm going to say this. I think one of the biggest um, differences is accessibility, Okay. and I think that um, in New York, you can, gosh, this is going to sound bad.
3: (laughs) Just say it, say it.
2: you can hop the train if you need a ride. You know, you can jump on the back of the bus if it's busy if you need to get somewhere. But down here, you know, you have to panhandle for like a <laughs> week to get a like ride, ride. Like it's accessibility. Like people want to learn out here. They want to move forward. They mm. want to think bigger. You know, they want that, but they don't have access. Absolutely. And I think that's a really big difference in in the mindset the Growth mentality, yeah, the people in, in, the, in the two different states. But I love New York, I love North Kakalaki, as my grandmother used to call it, or ho- how I realize a lot of southerners call it North Kakalaki. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, they even got a barbecue but I sauce.
2: Love the big Apple, too. So, you know,
0: <laughs> well, I I, well, play kind of yeah, I, I definitely know you love the big apple. Um, I just know anybody coming from up north, uh, down here, it's a huge culture shock. Um, but I know a lot of people try to escape that fast, you know, fast paced life, you know, from the North. So, um, it'll definitely slow you down. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I guess so. I, I think it's not necessarily the fast pace of it or not. I think it's just that you get to a point where you outgrow New York, what it represents and, and what. It harbors and what it pushes forward. I think sometimes you kind of outgrow it. You realize I'd rather have, you know, two thousand square feet for two thousand dollars than three hundred square feet for like twelve hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that,
0: that probably, So you know, yeah. Real but, real estate, know, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's crazy. So, yeah. Well, you know, we're going to check in with you from time to time. So you can kind of, you know, just just kind of keep us abreast and and keep us, you know, in in line with what's happening and and the differences and all that good stuff, you know, when it comes to the north and the south. So um,
2: absolutely. And I would like to take a second to say this real quick. Northerners do not think that they are better than you, that they are smarter than you, or any of that stuff. That it, it is not that, guys. It's just that give us a second to get used to the difference gotcha. in the place. <laughs> but I promise you, I don't think any, I don't think any of my counterparts, you know, I ha- I have really sat down so oh I'm better than these Southerners. If anything, you guys are so endearing because you're so like, the hospitality is real complete strangers saying let me get the door for you miss oh
0: well thank you sir yeah i mean that there is definitely uh uh, remnants of that that southern hospitality it's i don't see it as much as i used to especially you know with me being a southerner but um it's it's definitely still there um (laughs) and well, yep.
2: when you used to New York and you better catch the door yourself, nobody uh, yeah, open it, open it with true a small baby, <laughs> with, with a carriage, well, you better figure out how you getting up them subways, ways there, sweetie.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, New Trust York. Me,
2: it's a big
0: difference from that. New York is, is kind of hardcore, though. I will say, y'all are definitely just kind of, you know, hey, you know, I, I got somewhere to go, you know, <laughs> get out of my way, you know, so, but... But no, I, I think it's just you guys are definitely, you know, I I see a sense of pride every time, you know, someone mentions New York. So, um, and and I definitely get that. And I guess you know, in the South too, you know, you got those real, real Southerners who, you know, just they, you know, that's Southern life is the life. So, so I get it. I guess you know, just you know, you you represent where you're from. So, um, that yeah, you know, it's, it's pride, it's pride, it's cool, it's
2: cool. Bk all day. <laughs>
0: absolutely absolutely let me check in with my man e j the d j what's good with yo yo way man what's what's happening what's happening you good all right he he says hello uh to all of course uh hi mom i'm dad and he he says uh thoughts and prayers uh to those in Surfside florida uh absolutely uh e j we appreciate that so yeah we are definitely uh sending our our thoughts and prayers as well um that's woof man so yeah, definitely thoughts and prayers down there. Um, so last week uh we posed the question uh do you still look at the American flag the same? Um and uh check some of those responses. Uh had kind of a little 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 mix there, uh, you know, with the responses. I mean, of course, you know, anyone who we were just talking about, you know, Southern Pride. Uh, anyone who's grown up in the South, anyone who you know uh, definitely you got your you know your vets and you know your active duty servicemen um, you know it's it's definitely a, a badge of honor it's a, it's a, a symbol of pride um, but if you have had some different experiences in in some different circles uh, in some in some different places, your view might be a little a little skewed uh as as is mine i know for sure so i think uh you know i think we can look at it uh as a symbol for different things uh i i look at it as a symbol for what for what america could be um and i think other people look at it as a symbol for you know what they think it is <laughs> based on their experiences so i you know like i said it, it's going to be more so about perspective. Uh, What do you think, Nikki B?
2: I told you last week um, how I felt about this question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I said, I I mean, I told you, I even cry when I hear the national anthem. So it it is definitely, it's it's a struggle that I think a lot of um, Black people who understand our, culture and history uh struggle with especially ones who are seeing um success and things of the sort for instance um average sarah smith who lives in the hood and blah blah blah, living off of welfare and things like that may not feel the same way but look at cardi b mm. cardi b owes whatever she has right now to the system that is in place in america so it's kind of like yeah you know or um or beyonce let me say beyonce because she's full black i don't (laughs) (laughs) don't want anyone coming for me so um but you know like it it, it's different it it rings different for them and it it, it's all about your experience in this country that shapes the way you view that flag and what it means to you um so you know you know how it goes i i feel like america is um That guy that you are like, you keep in touch with that, you know, you shouldn't, but you got him right there just in
4: case, (laughs) just
2: in case you need something in a pinch, you know, like, okay, I can get it there or that person's convening or whatever. But like, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. I, as a young black female in America, am grateful, especially with the knowledge that i have of the world right now I'm so grateful that i was born in america mm-hmm. like really of course there's a couple of other countries i could have been born in that would have been just as good but i'm just saying like i am so grateful when i look at what's going on in the world that i was born in this country but then the turmoil within, inside the country, you know within the country mm-hmm. it, you know it yeah. is what it is but I'm, I'm i love to see what you guys say about these questions because I love a different opinion.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. I
2: love having multiple opinions and different views, and it doesn't upset me. And it's not like, oh, why don't you think like I think? It's yes, okay, that's something that I didn't consider before. Maybe that's why people act the way they do.
3: Yeah, so I,
2: I, I really, really look forward to you guys answering some questions.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I, I hate people who don't think the way I think. Oh, I'm, am I a conservative? Um, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh <laughs> so, so, uh, fired. yeah, yeah. Shots, fireballs, definitely. I'm firing it. uh, so this week's IMQ, uh, to kind of follow up with that, since we're just coming off of the, this uh, July Fourth holiday, uh, I thought this was an interesting question. Uh, should we divide America in half, one for races and the other for non-racists? Uh, this question came about uh, on a Marco Polo. I was on with some some friends of mine and I was just kind of saying, you know, just kind of rambling. Um, Maybe the the racists should move to the south and all the like people who like are tolerant and just, you know, like like minded, like and progressive move to the north. Just if they can have the south. They want it. That's <laughs> apparently in their mind. They still they they won the south and, you know, the war is still on or, or something. So let them have it. We can move to the north. And just live life, live a good life. Everybody just be cool and just we do our thing. And I don't know. So uh, definitely Is curious. This
2: your opinion, JL? Is that your opinion? I mean, that
0: we should it? no, I'm I'm not. Well, there there would be some definitely it. some disadvantages to that. But <laughs> we'll
2: walk it back now. Don't walk it back now. No, no. This was
0: this was this was hypothesized. This was just you know hip, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not hypocritical. What's the I don't know. Anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh it's a H word that's mo that's that's polysyllabic that I can't think of right now. Uh but strangely enough I can think of polysyllabic. But um hypothetical. Hypothetical. Thank you. Not hypodermic and not not hyperbole. Why are there so many H Y P O Anyway, um so hypothetical question it was just something i was putting out there you know just to kind of you know get get the mind racing get the mind going on some stuff so um would definitely like to see some some answers to this question um hopefully i'm not stirring up too much controversy with it though Uh
2: (laughs) i mean mean, here's the thing though think about this seriously think about this people before you respond yeah (laughs) because if we're gonna put all the southerners in the south and we're gonna divide it that way. You guys to remember that they are going to be the majority um, owners of farms in agriculture. Mm. So we're gonna end up having. Just think about that, people. Just yeah. Think about. Think about that, because can you see another civil war breaking out? Oh, we're gonna charge you Northerners fifty dollars for this five dollars product. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because we can. <laughs> well, we got we like. Can. Anyway, so
0: why not? <laughs> we would have California, though. So I, I think we. You,
2: you, I, said, you didn't say Northwest. You just said North. Okay, so well, yeah, I, I mean, we. Be, if I can't be in the Northeast and get everything I need, <laughs> then, sir, we cannot divide this country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what, JL, You know what I wanted to say about this. Topic in particular, I think we could probably round up all of the racists in America and fit them into those four, the four states in the Midwest that that just kind of fit <laughs> next to each other in the, <laughs> the big. Story. I can't. I think it's like Wyoming like and Utah,
0: Nebraska. And yeah, like those little weird looking. It's like st- those
2: four <laughs> states right there. I think we could do it because I don't think there are as many textbook racists in America as. People think
1: there are. I just think that the ones who are are really loud with it. True that. True that. And, it,
2: and and it may seem that they have a bigger army than they do, but a lot of people. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people, a lot of white people who are, who may think, you may think that they're racist, but when you take Consuela away from them and they gotta clean <laughs> their own toilets, they are gonna be pro-immigration.
0: Yeah, attitudes change real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to figure out where we draw on them lines. So that was another topic of discussion on the Marco Polo. But um, uh, but yeah, let us know what y'all think. Uh check out our social media pages, uh, and you can uh check the question and let us know. Drop us online, let us know what you think about that question. Um, we are going to go ahead and do this thing. EJ the DJ. Drop that theme song on them on time for me, won't you? And uh I'm gonna go ahead and get this show going. Uh, episode number four, y'all. Let's show
1: let
0: In the news, so the White House has finally voted to set up the committee to investigate the January sixth insurrection, or as I call it, the racist uprising. Uh, because that's exactly what it was. Uh, a bunch of racists from all walks of life mad about the fact that their racist leader lost the election and couldn't make America as white as they wanted it to be. Uh, the Speaker of the House. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, I got to put it out there. So, <laughs> uh, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, uh, appointed seven Democrats uh, and one Republican uh, to a 13 member committee. Uh, Liz Cheney, the Republican Congresswoman who was uh, shunned by her own party for standing with Democrats to vote to impeach 45 and for not going along with the false stolen election claims. Yeah, (laughs) she was uh, chosen to be on the committee as well. Um, She's also already committed to, you know, of course, you know, investigating to the to the fullest to find out, you know, what was really going on with this insurrection um, and of course, there are you know a lot of Republicans Republicans who are against this and uh, the committee, uh, and they've been you know trying to keep this committee from being formed uh, since the idea was brought up uh, several months back. Uh, these are all of the Republican cronies who supported 45 and his lies, of course, uh, and continue to support him for whatever reason. Uh, but there is one Republican in particular. <laughs> who has expressed interest in joining the committee. And there's no other than Queen QAnon. God, this, I, I don't even, I can't say her name because I don't want to like give her any kind of like accolades or any kind of like, you know, spotlight or anything. We just, we going to call her by her initials, MTG. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, She, she's apparently obsessed with Nazis or something because she keeps bringing that stuff up. Uh every time something happens that she doesn't like, she compares it to the to the Nazis. Like I I she's anyway. Um so she said that she wants to be on the committee uh because she wants the right questions to be asked. Uh I have a question. Somebody needs to ask her why why your family was up there at the Capitol tripping? Because like this these are her people. These are all the people who believed and bought into the all these conspiracy theories. And if y'all just if y'all haven't already, do me a favor. Just Google QAnon conspiracy theories. It's some stuff that like you wouldn't even check out the Pizzagate thing. Check out all this this like cult that supposedly like steals little babies in the night like it's some crazy stuff they believe and like they bought into this and I, it's oh my gosh anyway <laughs> going off on the tangent but
2: <laughs> yeah
0: exactly exactly but it it's it's just crazy so she wants to be on the committee uh to to make sure that you know like everything's fair and balanced um I don't know how fair and balanced that's going to be if she's on it because she literally makes stuff up And she literally buys into all of this craziness that they believe. So she is a, she is a a co-conspirator of like all of this. She is a conspiracy theorist. Like I said, just that had, had fed into this whole machine. And you had all of those groups out there, all of those crazy radical groups who had stormed the Capitol. And uh, I don't want to even keep saying the name of the group, but the one that she, you know, like I said, really believes in, and she even espoused some of these theories and, and, posted stuff on her, on her social media about like things that they they had said. So I, I just, I don't even know how she's a part of the Congress. Like, I don't even know how that happened, but it just lets you know how bad off right now, uh, the whole Republican party is and why people are distance, well, smart people are distancing themselves from that party and why they'll never get the black vote, uh, or the Brown vote. Um, except for like, you know, that, that little 10% that for whatever reason, I don't know, just, you know, can't get off the farm. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so all these brainless idiots are still following 45 and, um, right now this dude is just struggling to stay relevant. Um, I don't know if y'all heard about the lawsuit. He's trying to sue like Facebook, um, cause he wants to get back on Facebook. But he had said that he didn't need Facebook or any other social media because he was going to make his own. uh, But now he wants to get back on, so he's got a lawsuit. Uh, So, of
2: course, because his own social media platform flopped big time.
0: uh, Well, yeah, like everything he touches, like he's, like he's the opposite of like Midas touch. So, like if there was like a, I don't know, if there was like a doo doo touch, like he would be, he would be, I don't know, (laughs) king king doo doo. I, I don't know. Like but like everything he touches turns to crap. Like all his homeboys are in jail. Uh this dude lost his house, he lost his job like all in the span of a month. Um Count Giuliani, his homeboy lawyer, he can't practice in New York no more, he can't practice in Washington no more. This dude has been barred from practicing law um all because he was running right behind him, you know, telling t- these lies and everything else. So this dude's bad luck. I don't know if y'all realize that, Republicans, but he's bad luck. You need to get him out of your corner. You're going to lose. Like, like you can follow if you want to, but y'all are ultimately going to lose everything that y'all are trying to do. So uh, anyway, um, I, I just I thought that was interesting, um, but we need to kind of watch and see how this committee is going to work. Um, and if they are going to be able to dig to the bottom and and find out if any of these sitting congressmen, were actually a part of that whole uprising on January 6th, because I think that's ultimately like what they're trying to find out. Uh, like they said, the people were like, you know, unlocking doors and like, you know, just kind of feeding into this and allowing this to to kind of unfold. So, and we all know that they were like ex military, ex policemen, uh, you know, just involved in this, uh, as far as the people that were storming the building. So, um, definitely want to see what's going to happen with this committee and you know what they'll be able to dig up on uh the background of of some of these people and find out how they were involved so um also in the news uh the delta strain uh of the coronavirus is still on the rise in several states uh, across the country as well as the world um around the world uh meaning asia australia and south africa Uh, they've re-implemented curfews and other measures to deal with the uptick in the Delta cases that they've had. Um, And according to CNN, uh, here in the United States, uh, there's a series of um, under-vaccinated states, mostly in the South, uh, places like Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Arkansas, speaking of the South, uh, that could basically cause us to return to a 2020 surge in infections. So, you know,
2: can't even think about the Delta Strand when I'm sitting here picturing Giuliani. One that I didn't Yo, doesn't he look like that? <laughs> God,
1: just, uh, 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 so oh,
2: my oh my gosh. He
0: does look like the count from Sesame Street.
2: But I will tell you this, JL. It does not surprise me that the undervaccinated states are majority red states. It, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. There's some of the people who are out here spreading false information about the vaccine and what it does and the long-term effects. effects of the vaccine, which is funny to me because it came out this year. So I don't know how much long term data you have to compare and tell me that I'm not gonna be able to have children ten years from now. Mm. It's been ridiculous. So to see that uh these states are under vaccinated, not surprising at all. When Biden is literally standing on the corners like, Hey you want to vaccination? Hey we got these vaccinations over here. <laughs> I'm you, I'm I got that one dose Johnson, Johnson. Like it's <laughs> It's beyond. It is beyond me.
0: Yeah.
2: How you know these? How people have just jumped back into what I guess you could consider to be normal life.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Um. So soon mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. the rollout of a vaccination, as if there's not going to be a period of adjustment. But mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. these are the same people who are like three criminal actions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what i mean so yeah i i i I totally agree with you you know it's it's and and i get it you know we we spent a you know months and months in the house and you know breaking like you know routines that had just been you know our lifestyles forever and ever and you know like just that 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 longing to be back into some normalcy but i mean something as devastating as as this and i think uh I think with the last count like worldwide it was like what four oh gosh i can't even think of the number i mean it was like some like crazy number but they said it was basically equated to every war that was every ever fought and like all the people that were lost in every war like that was pretty much the amount of people that we lost uh from this pandemic so the fact that you you know like you said are just, you know it's so ready to return without some level of like you know okay let's let's ease into this, you know, let's not just jump back into to normal life, let's ease into it. Let's see what these vaccines do. let's see how fast they roll out. let's see what the effectiveness is you know and and go from there and and speaking of effectiveness um there's just still confusion on the effectiveness of the vaccines and what we should be doing to protect ourselves from the more contagious uh delta strain. Uh, now, most of what I'm hearing is that, uh, if you're vaccinated then you know, you are protected, uh, at the very least from the severe symptoms that could be brought on by, uh, COVID-19. However, um, an article in, uh, Business Insider says a top disease modeler who advises the White House said vaccinated people should still wear masks because they can be asymptomatic and spread the, the disease to others. Um, and so also according to, uh, CNN the Israeli government is saying that the Pfizer uh, BioNTech vaccine seems to be less effective against the Delta strain. Now, again, you know, this is just information I'm getting from uh, these sources, so I don't know. But like, what the heck? <laughs> like this, you know, the, the BioNTech was the first vaccine out the gate that gave us hope and. Um, and you know, we were just, oh, you know, we're good and you know, got this, you know, vaccine. So now, you know, this you know, Israeli government saying, uh, uh-huh, I don't know. So uh and then the US uh, how my eyes lit
2: up just now? That's the that's the vaccine that I got. So I'm over here shaking in my boots.
0: Well <laughs> well that that's what the Israeli government's saying and and again this is just based on you know what research they have so far. So of course you know, this hasn't been a long term study because, you know, vaccines is, is new, but just, I guess, based on what they've seen so far. And so uh, and I don't even know if they've if they're like, you know, measuring it for every single person. They're probably just measuring it for the, the people that, you know, are showing symptoms or, or whatever the case may be. So so don't don't panic yet. Don't panic yet. You know, we we still all need right.
3: to <laughs> <It's all right.
0: laughs> yeah, We We still need to get more, you know, more data on that. So. Uh, a U.S. official said that the J&J vaccine uh, is likely to protect. I'm uh, not sure what likely means. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I ain't, I ain't trust the Johnson & Johnson since these baby powder lawsuits. So uh, I was I was straight up, before I put baby powder on myself, I was showing up cover myself in some cornstarch, some cornmeal, some cream, cream corn. I cover myself in cream corn before I put on baby powder. I'm not messing with baby powder no more. Um, Apparently, you know, I guess, like I said, they need more data, but uh, Moderna did announce that their vaccine uh, is effective against, you know, all the variants. So, again, don't really know. Um, We're just kind of left to our own devices right now. And, you know, we just have to see how this goes.
2: How do we know for sure that Moderna is just not feeling some type of way and just trying to get in front of it and say, yeah, we're effective so that people (laughs) don't look into it? I don't know. I don't
0: trust that. Hey, you know, again. You know, there's really not enough data for for any of these vaccines. But you know, like they can only go on what they have. You know, this isn't. You know, what we are we we're not even a, well. We're, we're a year in, but the vaccine itself isn't a year in. The vaccine's what like right. a, six seven months. So yeah, very it's, yeah, very true
2: because they were yeah.
0: You're very you're mm. very right about that. So yeah, I mean. I'm wearing my mask. That's.
2: And really, we're a year into the vaccine as well. I just want to put that out there. It just hasn't been available widely to gotcha. the public, gotcha. as long as a year. But trust me, because forty-five and his whole crew got vaccinated a couple of months before they left the White House. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Shoot that. Shoot that.
2: <laughs> it's, it's coming up on the year for this vaccine too, but I can't wait to
0: yeah, yeah. So we just basically take care of yourself, everybody. Um, you know, make good choices. You know, just use common sense. That that I think that's what it comes down to. Just use common sense.
2: Oh, I know you didn't just ask people to use common I sense. I did.
0: Oh man. <laughs> Crap. Um, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> also in the news, um, and and of course, uh this story uh, you know, really just Our hearts, our minds, and our prayers go out to the victims and the families of the victims. Uh, Yeah. To the victims and their
2: families.
0: Absolutely. Um, Surfside Florida, Um, sad to report that the rescue of the potential survivors has now become a a recovery operation. Uh, So at the beginning of the week, the remaining structure of the Champlain Towers was brought down um, in a controlled demolition, but in an effort to help uh, the rescue teams access areas that they couldn't access. Uh, In addition to that, uh, they were concerned about the weather. Uh, Of course, uh, uh, Hurricane Elsa or uh, Tropical Storm Elsa was coming through. Um, And uh, as of Wednesday, the mayor of Miami-Dade County said that they had done all they could do, including the -the round-the-clock searches and that uh, pretty much all the options uh, had been exhausted. There was nothing more to do, uh, so they are now uh, into recovery uh, for, you know, any of the remaining victims uh, that may have been in the towers there. Um, Speaking on this, uh, two things uh, to think about here, and that's uh, infrastructure and climate change. And I've uh, talked about this, you know, a little bit, and we're probably going to be talking about this uh, just a lot as we, you know, go into all of these different things that we're facing weather-wise. Um, we mentioned Tropical Storm Elsa, uh, and we know we're just at the beginning of the hurricane season, but we're also seeing that these storms are getting worse in frequency, and they're getting worse in severity. Uh, the, the country, the uh, United States, has been dealing with bicoastal heat waves Uh, There's heat waves in Oregon and Washington state. What the heck? Like, like those are places that never, you might get, you know, forest fires and crazy stuff like that, but you don't see heat waves of this magnitude and they were in triple digits. Um, And we're talking about Canada as well. So um, this, something's wrong. Something's wrong like this. This isn't normal. Obviously, something is wrong. Something is causing the environment to shift and change like this for us to be seeing these weather patterns like this. And people have died as a result of these heat waves. Uh, You can read any of the news feeds, CNN, New York Times, whatever. Everything, everything is pointing to humans as the cause for these heat waves. Uh, They're saying that there is no way that these changes in weather patterns are not man-made. So we did this. We did this to ourselves. Um, it's it's just, we've got to change something. I don't know if it's separating, you know, your plastics from your glass and your aluminum is, is going to cut it anymore. But we've got to make major shifts.
2: I mean, I agree with you 100%. I think um, that actually, I think who says it the best is Bill Nye. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys have probably seen this meme of him of uh, him setting the globe on fire and just being like, yeah, this is, this is where we are right now. And we're at a point where we cannot reverse any of it. All we can do at this point is try to lessen the effects. And no one wants to do that either. So it, it just comes down, it boils down. And you know what? I will say this. I have hope for this newer generation because they're not, they are living it real time. Mm. with no other point of reference. So for them, you know, for older people, it might be, well, you know, back in the day and how you can sometimes get nostalgic, but for these younger generations, they're living in this real time and they are going to be the generations that suffer through it. So I think they have a lot more on the line yeah, and yeah. a lot more that they're willing to risk in order to see change. Like Gre- Greta and all of the peer, all of the peers that she's inspired, and um, that inspire each other. There are a lot of young people out there that are really coming up with some wonderful ideas um, of how to combat and lessen the effects of climate change. And you know, it just makes me really sad that at the top of the news here, we're talking about politics and the. People who shouldn't be in it, and forty-five, and all of his people, and things like that. We're talking about all of these, and these people, these people are so embedded in who is running this world than mm-hmm. to say, you know what, we all have a common issue that we need to fight mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. Yep. as a as as a human race, not as one particular country culture. No, as the human race, yep. and it's just so sad to see that there are so many people as well to just continue to live the way they're living just for the convenience of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and I think you said like convenience, I think that has a lot to do with it because especially if you're, if you are like, you know, rich or well-established or, you know, well-to-do wealthy, whatever the case may be, you don't care. (laughs) Like you, you really don't care because none of this even really affects you directly like that. Um, Most of this stuff is going to affect poor people. So, you know, tornadoes, hurricanes, that's going to affect the people living in trailer parks, you know, in the south or just in the in the Midwest or wherever, uh, you know, tornado alley or, you know, the heat waves that's going to affect people who don't have access to, you know, shelters, you know, so homeless people, um, you know, people living on the street, just whatever the case may be. So most of these weather issues are going to affect Poor people first, rich people last. Anyway, the long run, of course, we're talking about like non-biodegradable stuff and things like of that nature. Like that, of course, you know, because eventually everybody's just gonna get poisoned and die. But in the long, in in the short term, rich people can get the good water <laughs> and keep themselves sustained until it just all runs out. You know, so it, it's I don't know. It, it, you're right. I mean, we're we're fighting a battle right now that we can we can put on hold if if that's the case. Let's go ahead and like make sure we don't all don't die tomorrow because the sun just like burns the planet up or something uh, because we're doing something crazy on here to attract more heat. And <laughs> sun just collides with the Earth, Like, let's yeah, let's let's figure that out first. Before, you know, we can put all this other stuff on hold because uh, that's not even going to be a fight if we die tomorrow from, you know, sunspots or just whatever. And you
2: know what? You know what, JL, you said something just now, oh, yeah, when the sun, you know, burns us all up. And, of course, you know, the the ice caps melt and then the sea levels rise and then the world is on the water and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And this is the time. I digress for a second. <laughs> this is the time. But I want to look at those flat earthers and say, so why the water just not falling off the earth? Why are we all underwater? Why, why did it just fall off the edge of the earth?
0: So, You're crazy.
2: I'm sorry. I just had to because it was right there for the taking.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. So, but, uh, all right. I don't know. Uh, like I said, you, you did, you definitely made a good point. You know, like we, you know, we're We're fighting the wrong battle right now. You know, there, there's definitely a, a bigger war uh, that's going on that we're, we're not even, we're not even in the fight for the war. You know what I mean? Like we're, uh, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and, uh, lastly in the news, uh, to kind of bring it up a little bit, cause I always try to do something. I mean, even though none of these, I don't know. Uh, There was so much going on (laughs) in the news this week, uh, trying to put it all together. Uh, I'm going to see if I can run through this, uh, some of these stories uh, that made headlines. Jovenel Moyes, Haiti's president, was assassinated in his homeland. Nicole Hannah-Jones decided Chapel Hill was too bland and went to become a bison. Uh, uh, Shikari Richardson's marijuana use got her a 30-day ban. But Gabby Thomas says, we worked hard... Don't ban us, man. Naomi Osaka has an Olympic game plan to return. I was supposed to say Olympic game return plan. Uh, While Gwen Berry might protest again on the stand. Felicia Rashad is still a Bill Cosby fan. And Bill is trying to go on comedy award tour because Stephanie is still a fan. Elsa let it go and dump rain all over the southern land. Sadly, Iron Man lost his Iron Man. And a racist was arrested in New Jersey for screaming on a black man. Ugh, man. Oh, that was hot. Fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna see if I can uh give me a spot in the in, in the hip hop hall of fame or you know, something I don't know. Uh <laughs> I was
2: definitely death poetry jam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll take that, I'll take that um all right y'all we're gonna hold it right there for a moment and uh we'll be back after this
1: i am a cat owner i mean i really love cats but i was having trouble trying to figure out what to do with all of my cats well you know so i joined the kitty poo reuse club Kitty Poo Reuse allows you to take your cat's old litter waste and turn it into something useful. So once a week, I send in my cat's poop and every month they send me something made from recycled cat poop. we receive received so many wonderful items from Kitty Poo Reuse like coffee tables, vases, napkin holders, picture frames, and other home goods. I even got this beautiful candle holder. Now every time we walk into our home, we're greeted by the smell of my cat's shining fragrance all over the home.
0: Stop trying to figure out what to do with your cat's poop. Join the Kitty Poo Reuse Club. And when you join the Kitty Poo Reuse Club today, we'll immediately start sending you gifts made from 100% organic kitty waste. Oh, uh, delivery from Mr. Smith? Hey, that's me. Whew. Man, this package smells like shiny new gifts from Kitty Poo Reuse Club. Oh, look, it's my Kitty Poo Reuse coffee mug. So join the Kitty Poo Reuse Club and start getting your reuse gifts today.
1: Honey, I don't know what it is, but something in here smells like
0: I hate when peaceful protesters are treated like seditionists and seditionists are treated like peaceful protesters. Now, you know, I was not going to let an address slide by without talking about this racist uprising at the Capitol in January. You knew I was going to get them. I'm going to get them on this one. (laughs) I was just waiting for the right time and seeing as though we are in the Fourth of July holiday season, it seemed like the right time to me. So a lot of citizens here in this country recently celebrated the holiday that marks this nation's independence. On January 6th, we saw the most treacherous act committed against this country since the Civil War. Racists stormed the Capitol building in an act not only of treachery and defiance, but to enact domestic terrorism, and this was encouraged and abetted and excused by the then president. Once he set the people in motion, though, in true coward fashion, he turned and went the other way while people walked from all walks of life, ex-military, ex-cops, lawyers, executives, professors, and other supposed professionals marched like opposition soldiers to overthrow their own government. As a result of this insurrection, five people died. That symbolic Capitol building was vandalized and a forever blight was placed on this nation's history. Now, I can go through and pick apart all the things that took place on this day, but you watched it. You saw. And no matter how much those traitor Republicans want to deny and say it didn't happen, or pretend it didn't happen, or call it a normal tourist visit, quote unquote, Representative Clyde, you moron, everyone can Google or go to social media and watch for themselves. Hell, most of the people involved in the insurrection insurrection took videos and pictures of themselves (laughs) and then posted them to social media. Golden. I'm sure mom and dad are proud, if they're traitors. Now, in contrast, just seven months earlier, there was a peaceful protest in D.C., which consisted of protesters from all walks of life as well, specifically large groups of black protesters who were there to decry police brutality and other racial injustices. That was quelled by federal officers who used rubber bullets and chemical gases on the protesters to drive them away under the order of the then president. This was happening all while that sorry excuse for president was threatening to use heavily armed troops around the country to dispel other protests against racial injustice that were going on at the same time. Now, this is a stark contrast to how the visitors, quote unquote, at the Capitol were being treated. Now, keep in mind that the protesters in June were there peacefully. There were some incidents of fire and vandalism, which was often questioned as being caused by the peaceful protesters themselves, but no one was killed. Now, everyone knows what would have happened if those protesters had gone to the Capitol in January. There would have been so many dead bodies on the front lawn, black bodies, they would have had to make some kind of makeshift memorial to make it seem like they cared. But see, this is the problem. This is the problem we have. There's a certain group of people who can't see that there was a group of people protesting because they're seeking justice for what's being done to them. And then you had this other group of people who was unjustified for what they are doing to other people. When certain people only want to see one part of history or choose to create their own version, this creates a major problem. So instead of history, you get his story, not the truth. And on a day like the 4th of July, some people choose to forget that a group of traitors tried to shut down the democratic process because they didn't want to see a new president elected. Probably the same people who don't want to see critical race theory taught in school because they're scared of hearing the truth or... Scared of other people hearing the truth. Ultimately, a new president was elected this year, and so now there are elected Republican officials who saw what happened in the 2020 election. And because they fear losing their foothold in this place in in this country, they're trying to suppress our votes by other means. Some of the same Republicans who don't want a committee to further investigate the Capitol attacks. Because they themselves could possibly be connected to the incident. I don't doubt it. I know how I feel about the flag and the holiday and all that stuff. And, you know, I'm pretty steadfast in my feelings. But to other people, you can't have it both ways. You can't purport to love America, then try to burn it down because you're following some wannabe demagogue. And you believe that he's the path to truth and righteousness and the return to something that was never really good in the first place, not for all people. Anyway, it seems like everybody's marching for something these days. The racist insurrectionists were marching because they wanted to. And the peaceful protesters, they were marching because they still have to march. If this is what the racist insurrectionists will march for when they're not being oppressed. Imagine what they would do if they were. How about this? We'll trade our oppression for for, for yours and then y'all can march and keep on marching and we'll rest and put our feet up on a desk. That's where I'm at.
4: of course, uh, no holiday season would be complete without bringing back one of our regular guests here on the show, uh, who definitely knows a thing or two about holiday eats. Uh, so welcome back to It's a Podcast Thing, everyone, Diet Dan the Calorie Man. Welcome back, Diet Dan. Di- Diet Dan, are you there? I smell that. Mm, I don't smell anything. What do you smell? Uh, I don't know where you are. What's about barbecue? Around your way. Uh you can smell someone barbecuing over the phone? Brills, chuck away, some hot legs, scrub steaks. Smell good. Smell real good. <laughs> okay, well, uh Besides having a keen sense of smell and apparently food telepathy, uh, we know you also are known for putting together some very interesting diet recipes. Uh, So what did you prepare for the July 4th holiday? i I got it for July 4th. Okay. You you didn't have any special dishes on the 4th? Were you not celebrating the 4th this year? I ate all my food on the (laughs) 3rd. I have nothing left for the 4th. <laughs> okay. So, what did you do for the 4th? Uh well over to my relatives. Okay, cool. So you ate some food with family. That's cool. Nah, they do let but they'll no more. Hmm. Why not? They said the end of the holidays of the world be able to feed me. <laughs> so I always have to come back later. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh so uh maybe so let me take the leftovers now. Okay. Okay. So so uh you had leftovers for yeah. Uh well. create my old dishes and recipes for leftovers. Okay. Now that's a, that's an interesting concept. What kinds of dishes did you create? Whatever I I have a lot of leftovers. Uh-huh. I just make some bad like a big pot of gumbo. <laughs> I call it jumbo. <laughs> jumbo. Okay. Uh, July 4th, jumbo. What's Gaze, it? These. Old Grease. Caesar meat from Old Grease. Macaroni without the cheeses, cheese. Without the cheese. Hot potato salad. Hot potato grease. Sauce. Grease. Sasha meat skin. Devil egg <laughs> fillers. <laughs> you, David. Wait, wait. What's Sasha meat skin? The skin from a Sasha meat. Sometimes the skin come off the Sasha when you grill it, and that's the Sasha meat skin. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, oh, sa- sausage meat skin. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess it's safe to say uh, you use a lot of different ingredients, not necessarily the great ones. Uh, but you use a lot of different. Are you having some trouble with your microphone? There seems to be a lot of adjusting. It just got real hot. Yeah, this weather has been hot. Um, Are you okay? Sounds like you you got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, it sounds like a lot of rumbling. Uh, sounds like you might be getting some rain out your way. Is, is that thunder or? Are you, Dad Are you okay? Uh, Dad Dan, I I, I move my foot. I got all those stickers. Uh, okay. Uh, that, that, that was the couch. I got plastic on it. My thighs are stuck uh that, then, that didn't sound like your shoes oh like, or your oh, thighs some oh, bees. i don't know how they found me but they found me and i see some be they here oh grease oh no oh 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 god damn I, I gotta get off the couch but i can't use my stomach muscles and my butt muscles at the same time or i'm gonna ruin my clothes and my career yeah. Uh, right then, well, that, now you're just man. Three. Oh. Okay, well, it sounds like uh, that July jumbo is catching up with you. And you're about to be really busy. So we're going to go before we start smelling oh. this over the phone. Oh. 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 Mm-hmm. That's going to Arnold oh. Um. Okay. DJ, EJ, oh. DJ, DJ, cut it. Cut it. Oh, okay. We, we oh. got it. Yeah. Oh. Cut out of you. Cut out of you. Oh. Oh, and, and, oh, and get
3: something oh. to clean this equipment off. Okay. Oh. Okay. I can do. It. I can do. It. Oh. oh. Hello, Mike Lindell here, the inventor of my pillow. Thanks to you, a lot of good people have gotten a great night's sleep using our product. But now I have a new product that I think is going to revolutionize not only the way you sleep, it's going to change your life. Introducing my new high pillow. High Pillow is made with a patented fill that's infused with my personal blend of fentanyl, meth, and heroin, so that not only will you get a great night's sleep, but you'll wake up so high you'll believe any conspiracy theory you've ever heard. Oh, that's good, Pillow. What a rush. Everyone deserves a great night's sleep, and to know the truth about our country. And when our great president is reinstated and becomes the king of this great land, it will be a great country again. And when you've had a good night's sleep on High Pillow, you'll have the altered state of mind needed to finally start believing all of the things I've been saying about the election, the miracle cure hydrochloroquine, and the monster aliens trying to suck out our brains. Our great president is going to save us. He's going to save us. I just know it. I personally guarantee that High Pillow will be the best pillow you'll ever own. And you can bet that each dollar you spend will stay right here in the good old US of A and go to my legal fund to keep me out of prison. Call right now, use the promo code HIGH, and you'll get a special aluminum hat that will protect your brain from the aliens free. I have to go now. If the minion sees me running these commercial ads, they'll come for my... For the best protection against brain sucking aliens, go to highpillow.com.
0: something was up that dude in that pillow anyway uh today's recipe of the day uh is sponsored by the chef imposter and she's bringing you summer spicy sweet baked beans mm. so these beans are more than the magical fruit that makes you too uh these beans are a sweet smoky and meaty upgrade to your baked bean game so the chef imposter says, "Get your summer foodie game up with this dish, mm, and trust and believe it is slamming. Little smoky, little sweet, little meat. Ooh, man, um, that didn't sound too nasty, did it? Anyway, uh, so so you can check out this recipe with the chef imposter, and, and Nikki B is gonna tell you where you can go to find this and other delicious recipes.
2: I mean, you know, guys, where we be? We be posting on our uh, social media pages. You know, that's that Facebook. That's that Instagram. You can look it up on it's thing on Instagram and Facebook. Come and check it out because <laughs> really, the beans are great. They taste wonderful and they smell amazing. They do.
0: They do. Yeah. Now, you are going to be tooting afterwards, but it's going to be worth it. Um. Yeah. And- <laughs> sorry i can't help it um i'm a guy uh and (laughs) we are in the business of shouting out black businesses and brown businesses and small businesses and female businesses uh and this week's featured business of the week
4: is
2: we are shouting out nakelle's charm school you heard that people Nicole Charm School offers a modern twist on traditional etiquette and essential skills to assist clients in transforming their lives. Okay? Everyone deserves the gift of etiquette. They offer services to youth, families, professionals and organizations to increase civility within our world. You heard you heard me people? Nicole's Charm School nickel's charm school believes that clients should continue to invest in themselves as well as the individuals they love and serve in their lives their lessons are life-changing they offer lessons to service clients of different backgrounds genders ages all walks of life so you know don't miss out on the wealth of knowledge that you can attain from nickel's charm school and guess what guys and i think this is just so amazing they also offer all of these additional services, resumes, curriculum vitas, cover letters, even thank you notes. So, guys, I want you to go ahead and check out Nikkel's Charm School. You can contact uh, the headmistress, Miss Nikkel Fleming, at N I K E L L E S C H A R M S C h-o-o-l at gmail.com so that's School at gmail.com we also have a contact number and of course as always we will be shouting the business out on our social media pages as well so if you need that information to get in contact please check us out on insta and facebook it's a dot podcast dot thing back to you JL
0: absolutely appreciate that and thank you so much uh for allowing us to shout you out uh this week as as a business we really do appreciate that um and anyone else like i said you know we are always here uh that is our our thing is shouting out uh our businesses small businesses minority owned businesses so absolutely uh thank you uh miss nikelle's charm school miss let Fleming. appreciate that and up next is Our girl Taylor Taylor with the Weekly Entertainment News. It's on you, Taylor Taylor.
5: Hello everyone. How are you? Are you good? How are you, JL? I'm good.
3: I'm good.
5: Yeah, me too. Then, oh, all right. So I have some entertainment stuff for you today. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and get to with the music. Um, you know how me and JL love Snow Allegra. Yep. 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 Guess what? Her album dropped. What? and i listened to it and every single freaking song on that album was good like that's so like rare yeah nowadays good song. Yeah,
0: you don't you don't get one you don't get a lot of those nowadays
5: no and it was like every i was like i can't like all of them but i can like all of them like it was so good and the album is called temporary highs in the violet skies isn't that just pretty oh my gosh
0: it's an interesting title
5: it is but the album was very good and I was like, I can't give them all of the songs, so I'm gonna give you two. So the first one is called Indecisive, and I'm like, This is so like I don't know if I like it or if I love it. I'm indecisive, but mm. it's really good. Like That's funny. Good <laughs> it was she's just so talented. Like imagine just being beautiful and having a beautiful voice and being a really good was it lyricist? That's yep. the right word. Yeah. That's what she is. Like, yeah. she's a combo. I'm,
0: I'm glad that she finally uh, is getting her shine now because she's been, she's been out for a long time. A lot of people are just now, you know, learning yeah. about her music, but she's definitely been out there for a little while. So.
5: It always takes a while for real talent to be discovered. And yeah. then all the people who are famous, who aren't talented, get discovered within two days. And I'm like, so that does doesn't make really sense. Yeah. Like, come on now. Well, that's the first song. The second one, this one is this, this one is explicit but it's called tangerine dream yo oh my yeah. god like the beat like as soon as it comes on you're like yo whoa whoa ooh, ooh. like the beat hits you and it's different and i'm hmm. like oh my gosh this uh-huh. is good and being that the title is called tangerine dream what, is, what does that even mean
0: uh i think they're is there a song, an old song called Tangerine Dream. There or?
5: probably is. There's like a lot it? of fruit songs. So
3: maybe. Oh.
5: But yeah, this ooh, her album was great. It was great. I believe every it. single song was a masterpiece. Like every single one. Huh. All right. Well that's the first two songs of this week. Next I have Crowd Go Crazy by John Legend. This song I feel like it's like the the title track. For the new Space Jam movie that I'll talk about later that's coming out, and it sounds like a Space Jam song. Cause what's the first one? Um, to the Space Jam. yeah, the original. Yeah, Six Nine
0: Boys. Yes. All
5: right, it's different, but it still has kind of the same feel to it, just a okay. little bit.
0: Yeah, that yeah, the first yeah, Space Jam.
3: <laughs> anyway,
5: <laughs> I know everyone knows how you feel About yeah. remakes reboots and all that yeah. Stuff but there is no Other space space jam Is the original space jam Like the music and everything was perfect for That one yeah I, I'm gonna watch This one but I'm still just not happy With all the changes that they had to do Because you know people are very like um, We want equality and all that Stuff that's not a bad thing but these are cartoon Characters
3: yeah
5: Um, you didn't Have to kick Pepe Le Pew out because how Damn. the writers wrote him? Yeah. It's not the character's fault. It's the writer's fault.
0: I might have to see if we can call him up and get an interview. See what his side of that is.
5: <laughs>
0: See, see what's happening with that. Well,
5: and then Lola Bunny. Like, like, why are y'all fantasizing about a bunny that's supposed to be made cute for Bugs Bunny? Well, and they probably share outfits too. Because you know Bugs Bunny always likes to dress in drag sometimes.
3: Well, you know.
0: Bugs is bugs.
5: Yeah. Uh but yeah, so that's number three. And next is NDA by Billie Eilish. Her style of music was always very interesting because she's not very like a strong vocal singer. She's very um let's say alto monotone. Like she doesn't hit those high notes, but her music is still good. Hmm. So I know you don't really listen to her. She's, like, kind of a new school situation. Yeah. A lot of people aren't like, oh, Billie Eilish, I love her music. But yeah, I know she's very popular. So. She is. And a lot of people don't like her right now because she's changing.
1: Oh,
5: okay, So, because she used to have this thing where she wore baggy clothes, she would hide her body because she was a child. She just turned 18. Hmm. So she decided, like, oh, I can show my skin because I'm an adult. I can do what I want. People are like, no, we don't like that. <laughs> Go put those clothes back on. Because what she didn't want was to be sexualized because she was a child.
0: And nothing wrong with that. I mean, she has good management in her corner, yeah. and a good team in her corner, because that, that is typically the case out the gate. They try to uh, hyper-sexualize children in that industry. Look at Britney Spears, look at, yeah. you know, and, and look at what they're dealing with now. As a result of that. So, I mean, the fact that she had people and that she was, you know, herself, you know, kind of making that decision to say this, this is how I'm going to portray myself up until, you know, the time I feel, you know, that that, you know, it's going to be otherwise. I think that that is, you know, that that's true, you know power you know that thats yeah. true power she's exercising her own power so.
5: and then because there's always somebody we don't like that go put somebody clothes back on well, don't yeah. show off your body it, it's
0: it's yeah it's always gonna be someone you know that's not happy with something so
5: yeah and then people always are like oh why would you experiment we like the old you go back to that like i can't why can't i change you can change Yeah. yeah. but that's all the music i have for you this week also the um the nda Lil song is also explicit, cause she's eighteen. She can curse. She's
0: an adult. Let us just say that because uh, even with the Snow legger like I, I typically try to find the clean version. The clean version. So mm-hmm. if you, I know Amazon, if you do look for the clean versions of a lot of the popular albums, you can typically find them. Mm-hmm. So that way, if if you are you know someone who you know doesn't want to listen to all of that, you can still listen to the music and not have to you know deal with the explicit. You know, Explicit lyrics. So.
5: There's a thing on Spotify where you can only get clean versions of songs, so you can censor it and don't get any explicit songs. It's you in your settings. You have to find. It took me a while to find it, but but yeah, that's all the music I have for you this week. Let's get into your entertainment. I'm gonna jump to Space Jams because I talked about it a little bit earlier, which it's coming out pretty soon mm-hmm. on the sixteenth. Okay, I'll watch it. It looked interesting, and Don Cheadle's is in it.
0: Oh okay, I didn't know that.
5: Yeah, there's a lot of like, cause you know the first one had was the, was a, what was it? All star cast pretty much.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
5: Yeah. So right now it's Don Cheadle's. Just, I don't know why I say his name. Yeah,
0: right. no, it's cool. Yeah. It's, it's, Don it's, it's, in, it's endearment. It's endearment. Um, so.
5: And Zendaya is the voice of Lola Bunny, okay. which I didn't feel like it matched. Like I love Zendaya, but I just I don't know. I just I think needed like a popular female.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, of course, anytime yeah. you do movies like this, you're looking for the top tier, you know, talent to to bring people to to the to the crowd. So,
5: and then you know they're gonna have other basketball players in it too. Of course, of course. Um, but yeah, I'll watch it. I was going to, but yeah. I just I don't know. Just it's not the it's just not the same. But
0: so is uh <laughs> oh no, you talk about the music earlier. Like and, I mean, you know, of course it was a very popular song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was. It kind of defined the movie. Um, unfortunately, uh, we we know he's not going to be making a guest appearance on the soundtrack,
3: Mm-mm.
0: but uh he's a little busy right now. But uh, uh... it's just it's just so crap. I <laughs> you know, like that that talent and just you know. Anyway, I mean, it just it just made me think about it, you know.
5: Because that was a good song. It was
0: it, that song was played. Oh my God!
5: It was in the beginning of the movie, the middle of the movie, and the ending of the movie. I mean, but it even credits.
0: took on its own life because they started playing it at graduations, They yeah. were playing that at just every inspirational celebration and moment <laughs> in that's possible in life. They were using that song, so
5: and it was an innocent song. Well, it's very, it's it very used sweet. Used to be innocent. <laughs> I mean, now it's not
0: anything about him. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could mean anything now. So
5: yeah, shoot. You can fly out to another country, I'm just kidding um stop it, okay, all right, so next I have um Marvel has a new series coming out it's animated it's called what if and it's coming out August eleventh this is birthday on Disney plus and it's pretty much any what if scenario you can think of so um what if what was it? what was the one trailer part? what if um they stole? Black Panther instead of Star-Lord when it comes to the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So what if he became part of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Or what if um Peggy became Peggy got the super soldier serum instead of, except instead of um Steve Rogers. Stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to stick with
5: that. I know uh, you're not yeah, going to watch even it. You
0: know what that's about. It just sounds like they're just trying to do everything right now.
5: Well, you know like you know the um like Predator versus Alien. What if that happened? Or oh, that like what if friend. Jason versus what friend. you call it? Yeah. So
0: basically so, like these kind of fan fan fantasy type of matchups and and mashups and things of that nature just to see like oh, you well, know, yeah, what would if it, yeah, if this yeah. was okay. So
5: that's what the show was. It's called What If. And then all of the actors like who were live action actors are the voice characters of the characters. So this was before um, Chadwick Boseman passed away. So he is playing to So he gets one episode. Because I think they all get at least like one episode for right now. Because their series, the Marvel series aren't long for right now. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Because I want to know what if Tony Stark didn't become Iron Man. Because in the trailer, it was Killmonger. He took the, the, you didn't watch the first Iron Man. He took the bomb and he threw it. Like, But I don't know. It was very interesting people were trying to do theories and everything I was like y'all stop just wait till it comes out so that's number two number three is Encanto, it's a Hold on it comes out November is expected to come out November 24th this year. It's a new Disney movie It's about a Colombian girl who um, has to face the fact that her family has magical powers and she doesn't. So she has to cope and figure out why she doesn't have powers and why her family does and what's going on. It's another anime Disney movie. Huh. But, you know, Hispanic. Huh?
1: Huh.
5: So they're trying to put a little bit more culture into their movies. Yeah,
0: it's good for them. <laughs>
5: it's so funny going over this because i know you don't care but other people do sometimes because yeah. <laughs> like you're done with disney you're done with superhero movies I am. and remakes and I so am. yeah just oh, oh my god yeah if i could blow hollywood
0: up right now i would um <laughs> yeah but I mean, no i mean I, I guess you know yeah it's like trying to you know get, create some inclusion that's cool yeah, Inclusion's always cool. yeah it's
5: just Took, took him a while. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Should have yeah. done that in the beginning. A lot of making up to do. You
5: know, oh, yeah, so. there's a lot. A lot of making up to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, we have The Kingsman. I remember I talked about this probably like season one, because that's when the trailer first came out. But it's expected to come out in December. It's the prequel, like the beginning of the Kingsman oh, movies and stuff. <laughs> I wanted to see it. I was excited for it, because I wanted to know why... What you call it from Mamma Mia is, I don't know his name, but he's the actor with the British accent. So that's a lot of him, anyways. But I just wanted to know, like, how did he become a spy and why the main character of the movies, his dad died, blah, blah, blah. Like, what happened? What's going on? Why did this organize, organization happen? So this movie pretty much tells you what happened. Mm. So it's expected December 22nd. So around Christmas. I wouldn't watch it for Christmas, though. Mm. But, yeah. Next, we have Nomani Osaka. She's getting a series. Naomi. Naomi. I did mess that up, didn't I? Naomi Osaka. I got her last name right, though.
0: Oh, yeah, that was yeah. good. That
5: was but good. she's getting her own series, like a little documentary series on Netflix, and it's coming out July 16th. You go, girl. I'm so proud. of Because she's been out for, like it hasn't
0: been long no it's not been long but i mean she definitely is following in the footsteps of you know the williams sisters and
1: mm-hmm.
0: that she is just an amazing talent on the tennis court and um just again it's like <laughs> talent is undeniable yeah. <laughs> and if, and if it's going to it's going to exist it's going to exist you there's nothing you can do about that and it's it's just so funny to me how they always try to shut down uh women of color and shut down their their power and and it's it's interesting because you have simone biles you have naomi osaka
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and i mean i mentioned shikari uh richardson as well i mean although we we know the the issue with that but you know you have these amazingly talent, amazingly talented women and you know it's like i think sometimes it's almost like they wait for an instance to try to like shut them out of something yeah, uh, or bring them down in some shape, form or fashion. And, you know, it, it's, but true, true talent's un, undeniable. So um, Netflix recognizes. Um, I think she decided that she is going to pursue uh, the Olympics. Uh, so I say, Hey, more power to her. And, and, and I, I wish her, I wish her the best. Yeah,
5: Cause she beat um, Serena one... Her Who was her idol? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah that that scary that's too.
0: it's it's the most amazing day, but it's almost like the most devastating day like, <laughs> of your life. Like
1: one,
5: I won, but I don't know how. To, are you gonna be mad at me? Yeah, yeah
0: it's like but, you know, a, a, an actor or, or or a songwriter or something whose song beats out someone that they've been idolizing forever, or their, their movie, you know, goes to number one and you know over their you know idols. So it's it's yeah. it's crazy.
5: Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I'm excited for it. I'm proud of her. She just seems so like a nice person. And I know during the like George Floyd and everything, she each mask that she had, had each victim of police brutality. She oh, so yeah. She's, and like, she's, that yeah. Dope. Very early, you Represent. know, jumping in there, yeah. yeah. All right. Next, I have American Horror Stories. It's a spinoff to the series American Horror Story. I'm not going to watch it
0: but you watched the
5: I watched that yes but the last season of American Horror Story I did not like it it was like the 80s and it just fell off it wasn't the same it's the beginning seasons that had the like the uh, was it rawness like the differentness of Mm -hmm. it because like it's a series that's creepy and each season is a different story but it's all connected together the Mm -hmm. last season was just a mess they did too much But, and then now with the spinoff, I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. But the season, the series premiered on the 15th of July. But I I don't know. You guys watching, you tell me about it if you're into that. Kind
0: of like Fear the Walking Dead. Like, it just kind
5: of. Yeah. You should have just left it. The whole
3: direction. (laughs) Yeah.
5: Yeah. So, because I feel like they're going to do a whole bunch of mixture when it comes to the, the original. So, I just don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause it won't have the same actors in it, and it's just not, it's not the same. So now I feel like you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is how you feel with well, remakes and spin-offs and welcome stuff. Welcome to my world. I don't want to step into it yet. Well, some movies I did not enjoy that were remakes and stuff. But that's all the music and entertainment I have for you this week. Is there any birthdays? Um,
0: I did have a couple of birthdays here. Um, so. Uh first and foremost, I wanted to give a special congratulations to uh, Zelia Avengar, which that's just got to be the coolest name really in the world. Like her last name me? means uh, like forward to progress, forward, forward thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I think it's French, but and she's from Louisiana, strangely enough. So, uh, she won the 2021 Scripps uh, National Spelling Bee, mm-hmm. and uh, she's the first Black contestant to do so since 1998. So. Uh, big congratulations to her. And apparently she's uh has a load of other accomplishments uh that she's already already done at 14. Uh to include a Guinness Book of World Records entry. Uh so very very cool. Black Girl Magic uh is always cool. Happy birthday uh to the Rizza of Wu Tang clan, uh our producer uh actor like the RZA now is just doing everything so mm-hmm. uh, happy birthday to him uh R&B singer and songwriter my man Joe I uh, love that dude uh Jeremy Suarez from the Bernie Mac show uh he was funny on there uh basketball great uh Lisa Leslie um one of my teenage crushes oh my god I'm so in love with her Cree Summer uh she's, from A Different World
5: she's my childhood and I didn't even realize that
0: yeah, she, she did a lot of voice acting after the show. Yeah. Um, Different World was one of my favorite shows. But yeah, she went on and did a lot of voice acting and things mm-hmm. like that. So um actor Jimmy Smith, I just I just like Jimmy Smith. And uh I got three awesome living legends uh whose birthdays we can still like celebrate and they're still here with us. Uh one of the best uh in the business, uh, actor Living Legend Tom Hanks um who just has done everything <laughs> like yeah. Tom Hanks is like one probably top 10 biggest names as far as like male actors in Hollywood today um also living legend and black exploitation star in bad mother shit your mouth but I'm talking about Richard Roundtree <laughs> um happy birthday to him as well and of course you know Richard Roundtree's done a, a ton of stuff uh and then this guy right here, the living legend himself, writer, actor, producer, and one of the three pillars of action, this dude does it all, Sylvester Stallone. So uh, definitely one of my my idols. It uh, was right up
1: until that Mar-a-Lago thing, things got a little questionable. So still questioning that, <laughs> I don't know.
0: But uh, I grew up idolizing this dude, and uh, he is still one of the best uh, to ever do it. So happy birthday to him. Uh, Memorial Spotlights, I wanted to uh, mention Ned Beatty. Uh, Ned Beatty is just one of those actors who's just done a lot of small parts, uh, but they were all like well-known parts. Uh, late great actress and singer Della Reese. Uh, love her. Uh, the late great singer uh, Phyllis Hyman. Love her as well. Just like both of them. Wow. Uh, and then we uh, just lost Richard Donner this this week. Uh, Richard Donner directed the first Superman movie and the first superhero movie I ever saw in my life, uh, which is still, to me, one of the best superhero movies, hands down. My my top five, the original Superman movie was the best. Um, and we also lost uh, Miss Suzanne Douglas, a beautiful, talented actress uh, who was famous on the big and small screen um she might have been uh better known for her role on parenthood with robert townsend um don't know uh i think it might have been cancer i'm not sure uh but very sad uh she was only 64 um so just wanted to mention that
5: wow there's a lot of cancers
0: yeah yeah a lot of cancers it's, yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of famous cancers so
5: crazy. very cool there's a lot of um positive things when it comes to Cancer's when it comes to the zodiac sign, they're very popular and they hold their emotions in.
0: They do, they do. yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I got.
5: Um, uh, but yeah, Chris Simmons was my childhood, I didn't even realize that,
0: yeah, because
5: she was number um, you know, um, codenamed Kids Next Door, yes, she was number five,
0: yes, the only the little black. Uh, character on the show
5: well i think she voiced her sister too so she voiced both of
0: them like the
2: <laughs> but yep
5: that is all that we have for this entertainment this week and we will see you next week we'll talk to you next week i don't know why i say see you yeah. can't see me
0: you can't see me son
5: okay y'all see sorry me.
0: sorry oh no <laughs> uh, anyway <laughs> I mean I know that it John- wasn't John C though but you know but I know, I know he does the yeah thing. Yeah. I, I did do the thing. We're two different- y'all can't see me anyway. You can't <laughs> see me doing it, not see me, so
5: we're two different generations right here. We are definitely. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace. It's another
1: one,
0: y'all. Uh another one y'all thank you for uh thank you everyone for joining us uh thanks mom dad uh family and friends thank you to the chef imposter uh thank you for our featured business of the week Uh, Miss Nikkel Fleming uh, with uh, Nikkel's Charm School. Uh, Very awesome there. Definitely check her out on our social media pages. Um, Thank you uh, uh, for all of our frontline workers, uh, nurses, doctors, uh, EMS, uh, to all of the uh, grocery store workers, delivery workers, uh, and thank you to all of our rescue workers down in Florida who are... Working uh, to uh, recover uh, the remaining uh, victims of the Champlain Towers in Surfside, Florida. So uh, I know there's it's just it's so much going on on both sides, and I, I think you know not only the families need to be consoled, but of course uh, we need to just say thank you to all of the round-the-clock searches. Because I mean I know those those ladies and, and guys are exhausted down there, so we appreciate what you're doing. Um, God bless those uh, families uh, uh, Victims of violence uh, Bless our peaceful protesters We appreciate you marching uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you For your bravery uh, We definitely appreciate that uh, Nikki B, you got any outs? I mean, as always Thank you guys for tuning in And listening to us And answering the questions And giving
2: us feedback and We love it We want more we want
0: more, we want more. Friends, friends, and always love my life, love you pa. Absolutely, absolutely. EJ the DJ, what you got for us? Any thank yous? Yeah, okay. Uh, of course, mom and dad, he says thank you. Uh, and he says we uh, and the Wu Tang clan can make a better tomorrow. Thank you, Lutane Clan, and thank you, EJ, the DJ. We appreciate that. We absolutely can, y'all. We uh, we can make a better tomorrow, or we can make a better tomorrow while listening to Lutane Clan. That's always inspirational. Uh, thank you, EJ, for that. Uh, remember, as we always say, y'all, it's your thing. It's our thing. It's a podcast thing. See y'all. Peace.